Hey guys, and welcome back to So You Say You're Married. I'm your host, Cody Mann, and I am your certified relationship coach. And today I have a topic for you that I know 99% of married women struggle with. Matter of fact, 99% of married people struggle with this one. And I know that because my clients come to me with this all the time and they don't understand why they receive such a negative response from their spouse when really it was just a simple matter of timing. So what we're going to discuss today is the art of conversation timing. You have to read your spouse. You know, it's just like when they say, read the room, guys. Read the room. Read the spouse. Okay. So starting with topic number one, timing is everything. I mean that. I'm serious about it. Think it through. When you decide that you want to talk to your spouse about something, be it as trivial as, you know, the paint on the walls, all the way down to something as serious as a heartfelt conversation about your feelings, you really need to know when your spouse is going to be the most receptive to have that conversation. Okay. So think about a good example would be morning people versus not morning people, right? So think about how you feel in the mornings. Are you alert or are you kind of foggy minded? Me personally, I'm not a morning person. I'm not. The worst thing my husband can do is try to address something with me in the morning. Speaking to me in the morning is not really the best thing ever until I've at least had some caffeine and a little bit of movement to get my blood flowing, right? So if my husband comes to me in the mornings, the most he really needs to say to me is, good morning, honey, I love you, and a peck on the cheek, and then he's out, you know. That's that's the best he's going to get out of me in the mornings is like a, a responsive, I love you too, grunt. Mm. And then he's, you know, that that's it. That's all you're really going to get. So if he came to me, though, in like the afternoon or I'm a night owl. So if he came to me in the evenings, for example, I'm going to talk his head off for one. I'm going to answer all of his questions for two. And I'm actually going to have my brain working. So I'm going to be able to give valuable feedback because I've already warmed up for the day. And this is my time. This is my time to shine, right? He, on the other hand, is more of a morning person, less of a night owl. So I know that if I want to get anything out of him, I have to do it before 10 p.m. Seriously. When that clock hits 10 dot dot oh oh, he is out. It's like clockwork. I don't understand. I envy him. I wish I could do that. I can't. So, but because I know this about my husband, I know that when we want to have conversations, when I want to talk to him about something, when I want to brainstorm with him about content that I have for you guys, then I have to get with him probably, he gets off work at 4.30, so anywhere between 4.30 and like 7 is my window to really have a conversation with valuable feedback and a conversation where he's fully engaged and receptive. Okay, I have a small window but I use it wisely. That's what you have to do with your spouse. You have to figure out what their window is that matches a window of yours so that you guys can talk, have a conversation, and get where you need to go in the same amount of time, or in enough, excuse me, not the same, but in enough amount of time for you to reach a result, right? So in a nutshell, timing is everything, 
Make sure you understand where their timing matches up with your timing so that you both achieve optimum results in a time-sensitive manner. Which leads me to number two, time sensitivity. What I mean by that is when you approach your spouse to talk to them about something, gauge A, before you even do that, evaluate the topic that you want to discuss. All right, is it something that is going to be quick, simple, and easy, and you can get just a quick answer, yes or no, or maybe even just a few sentences, or is it something where you guys are gonna have to sit down and have a heartfelt, long conversation that you really need to weigh options, you need to weigh pros and cons, you need to have an opinion, you're gonna have to have some time to delve through some emotions, whatever it may be. But if it's something that is larger, that takes more time, make sure that before you even approach the conversation, even if the window is right, make sure you have enough of that window, okay? So if I'm going to my husband, for example, the other day, I was stressing about something to do with my business because I was trying to figure out my next steps, you know, and it's something every business owner struggles with. But I needed someone to sit down with me and weigh some pros and cons and help me figure out like my, my brain patterns to help me focus a little bit. Cause you know, squirrel brain, woo. And that's where I was at. I was in squirrel mode and I needed someone to help center me, but it was going to take some time. It was going to take a lot of time. And I was approaching that window of no opportunity. So I started talking to him around 6.30 when we sat down for supper. I knew that I only had a short amount of time to really get results from him before he was going to start checking out. So I told him if we don't get to a result within this time frame, like before he starts falling asleep, it's okay. We'll pick it back up because I knew that I wasn't going to have enough time. Turns out I did. Turns out he solved that pretty quickly and he, he helped center me, which he usually does. And you know, we were good. We, we moved forward. But that's not always the case. And especially if you're talking about your feelings or your emotions or a fight that you had. For example, I was over at a friend's house not too long ago and we were playing a card game that was revealing about some of our, our past antics that we had done. And her husband wasn't aware of some of the things that she had done. They had never talked about it. And he was very, he's very sensitive about past encounters anyway, which that'll be a video for another day. Um, so he wanted to have a conversation as soon as we left with her. And I know this because she texted me, um, but I couldn't advise her because it was two in the morning and he was trying to have a serious conversation on that. Now, she was exhausted. He was exhausted. It wasn't going anywhere. So I told her. I told her exactly what I'm telling you guys. Don't talk to him. That simple. Tell him, I hear you. I hear your concerns. I understand what you have to say. And I appreciate what you have to say. However, I am not going to be able to contribute to this conversation at all. And I'm asking you to respect that. And in the morning or in the afternoon or sometime tomorrow when you get home from work, we'll sit down and we'll talk about it and we'll really get what's on your mind off of your mind and get everything cleared up. But right now, I'm not gonna be able to do that and we're gonna end up fighting. If you can't talk to your spouse that way and they respect that, then there's further issues there that we have to work through.
But if you can, and they understand what you're saying, that you're not deflecting, that you're not trying to get out of it, that really let's be a reasonable human being and understand that it's two in the morning. We've been up all day. We've got two kids and I'm ready to go to sleep and get a quick nap before the youngest wakes up in the morning. And then we'll work out our personal issues past that. But it's a two-way street. You both need to understand how that works. You both need to be self-aware enough of it and you both need to be receptive and understanding enough of it so that you're not pushing each other into a fight, but so that you're avoiding the fight and you're going to get more done later than you would by spinning your wheels in this and still having to have the conversation later. You just did it the hard way. So, circling back. Point number one, timing is everything. Point number two, that time sensitivity is key, right? Keeping your windows aligned in the same amount of time that you were going to need for the topic at hand. And moving on to point number three, when you get really good at points number one and points number two, I want you to realize you are now a superhuman. You're a super spouse. Congratulations. And I don't mean super like, oh my God, I'm super. No, I mean super like you have a superpower that you can exercise anytime you want and you really, really, really need to use it for good and not for your own selfish purposes. So what do I mean by that? Think about it. When you get used to the art of conversation, you, you figured out how to time it. You figured out when your windows are when to talk to your spouse that they're going to be the most receptive, the most open to things. Most open. When you have your window so you don't exhaust that conversation and you're still able to get a result. Again, open-minded, gaining a result, clear logical conversations leads to a lot more positivity and a lot more agreeability from your spouse. So for example, if you're trying to convince your spouse that it's time for another puppy, not speaking from experience or anything, I got a husky puppy by the way, then you want to talk to them when they're going to be the most receptive. After 4.30, when he's in a good mood, I let him detox from work. So about 5.30, 6 o'clock, came to arm with my points, but I didn't attack him or anything. It was just a positive conversation of, I want a puppy and this is why. And he was in a good mood. He was willing to listen. He was agreeable. And I got a puppy. Point is, it's a superpower. It goes both ways. If your spouse also figures out how to do this, which you want them to. This isn't something you want to keep to yourself. You want them to. You want them to figure this out. You want them to understand what your timing windows are. You want them to understand the sensitivity of time itself. You want them to understand that they have a superpower as well. You want them to. It's a two-way street though, so realize that. Realize that you're not the only one that gets to pick and choose when the conversations are going to be good and when the conversations are going to be bad. They get to do it too. So don't resist that. 
Don't put up defenses. Don't act like they're your enemy because they're not. They're not. All right. Your spouse is supposed to be your biggest ally, not your enemy. Treat them as such. And by doing that, by treating them as your ally, that means not putting up your defenses when they want to talk to you about something and they're working you with the most appropriate timing window and time sensitivity possible. Okay. When you want to sit down and you want to have a conversation about your feelings, your emotions, something that they had done and you need them to understand why it upset you, these are what you use, these skills. They're what you use to help get them to a place where they're more open-minded and receptive to hear your side and your opinion. When you do something to upset them and they need to talk to you about it, especially husbands, when husbands need to talk to wives, wives are usually on a one-way street. It's usually a double standard with wives. Ladies, don't, don't lie. Don't lie. I know it's ugly, but it's the truth. Don't lie. So when it's a double standard with a wife, when the husband decides that he's picked the window, he's picked the time sensitivity, the wife looks for a reason to pick a fight anyway because she doesn't want to face the truth or she doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that she was in the wrong. Ladies, be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. Okay. Be real with your husband. Be real with yourself. So when your husband does come to you, to talk to you about something, curb that immediate I'm going to stab you reaction and sit down and talk to him about it. Your marriage will grow. Your marriage will thrive. You guys will have a stronger relationship. You'll be better at conversations and you'll turn into that couple that everyone is like, how do you guys do that? Why are you guys, why are you guys so happy all the time? How did not you just... How did you just have that conversation and not even say a word? Like at some point you're going to get to the point where you can just look at each other and know what the other is thinking as far as yes or no. Mine happens to be in the garden center when I see a new plant that I want because I'm a plant addict and I look at it and I go, oh, and he's like, no, we have no room, but he doesn't have to vocalize that. He just has to look at me and go, mm. And it's not that he's telling me, no, you can't have that. He's trying to be the logical, non-reactive one that is going, look, realistically speaking, I understand this would be an impulse buy, but let's get past that impulse and really figure out if it's something that we should take home. Right? It's not a control thing. It's 100% a partnership thing because he lives in this house too. So you both have to do what's best for each other on the way you live your life through these conversations and through this timing. Does that make sense? Because if you just manipulate it, manipulate it, that's not even a word. If you just manipulate it one way and you're always getting your way, but he's not getting his, he's actually becoming miserable in his own home and he's not going to want to stay. He's not going to want to be there. So make sure that when you're doing this, he's allowed to have what he wants too within reason, you as well, and you're allowed to vocalize your opinion, your concerns, your thoughts. He's allowed to do it too, so that you both are on an even playing field, but you both feel like your needs are being met and you both are nurturing each other to grow into better humans and better partners. So my homework for you um, is simply this. 
figure out your spouse's timing. When's the best time to talk to them? Figure out the time sensitivity per conversation. This isn't something that's going to blanket the whole conversation and for every single time that you talk, right? You're going to have to be specific about the time sensitivity every single time you guys have a conversation. So be aware of that. Practice that. Be receptive of that. Really evaluate the topic before you bring it to your spouse and figure out, okay, this could be 15 minutes or this could be four hours. Really want it to go 15 minutes. Let's allot for two. If you get done early, yay, you've got extra time. So again, art of conversation, which is figuring out when they're going to be the most receptive, figuring out the time sensitivity, and not using your superpower for evil. Always use it for good. If your spouse doesn't figure out how to do all these timings in this conversation art, teach them. Teach them how to do it. You'll be better for it too. Don't just keep it to yourself. So with that, I hope you guys got a lot out of this. I hope you have some new skills that you're going to be able to use. Leave me some comments and let me know how this worked for you or elaborate on some issues that you're still having with it. Maybe we can talk. Until next time, bye.